Message from General Pepper. Priority one. We need your help, Star Fox. Andros has declared war. He's invaded uh, the bunker and is trying to take over the draft room. Our army alone can't do the job. Hurry up, Star Fox. It's about time you showed up, Fox. You're the only hope for our world. I'll do my best. Andros won't have his way with me. Whoa, whoa, he won't have his way with you? Was that actually in the game? Y yes. That's... Can we, can, we, can we talk about that? <laughs> Just read the script. Oh, fine. What's, who is G-Diffuser? Oh, that's just, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> I, now I'm worrying about it, though. <laughs> I'm What's, worried about the G-Diffuser. What's the G-Diffuser do? It, 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 it puts uh, essential oils into the R-Wing. Okay. Wait okay. a second. Does it, does it allow somebody to have their way with you? <laughs> yes. Uh, Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Okay, I guess just read the next line, and as long as we don't talk about these G-Diffusers, it'll be okay. Open the wings. Check your G-Diffuser system. Whoa. God damn it, Ben. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. I thought we agreed. <laughs> Uh, oh, um, Falco here. I'm fine. This is Peppy. All systems go. That's not consent, to be clear. Slippy here. I'm okay. I see them up ahead. Let's rock and roll. Would, did, did Slippy actually have a high-pitched voice? Yes, but Falco does not sound like the... Falco here. I'm fine. That's pretty That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he doesn't sound Italian enough for me, though. Okay. A theme song. <laughs> I like that it's become a signature to say theme song when we're done with the cold open. <laughs> it's a thing. You know what else is a thing? Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. And I noticed you changed up the cadence so Chris couldn't come in and copy you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did mime you the whole time, though. Um, the listeners won't be able to tell, but I did mime you. Yeah, that um, happened. Yeah. Is there a mime game for N64? Yeah. Mime 64. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. The sequel to Super Mime on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the sequel to Mime. Yes. For the Famicom. Mm -hmm. Didn't get a U.S. release. Um, Rightfully so. It was not a very good game. Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. But a handful of good games did get released here, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're doing our N64 debate. Wait a second, we're not going to talk about all of the previous versions of MIME? No. No. Like, nobody like, drafted it, so it's... <laughs> yeah, uh, it's off the table. Like a, the the MIME.net on the... On you the, can uh, use a wild card if you want MIME. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start dropping references to using wild cards. So oh, yeah, we've got, we've got to reestablish that part of our canon so that we can... We have, we have to reestablish it and make it sound like it's going to be important before we hit our WrestleMania predictions and earn a bunch of more of them, yeah. so that way we can ignore them again for another several months. Yeah, hey, we used them to fix the podcast. It was important. <laughs> yeah. We did. We did do yeah. that. Now, Were I'm we going to do Rumble predictions? Because the Rumble's in, like, a week. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we've missed the window for that okay. one. Okay, well, we should at least get together and watch the Rumble. Regardless. I'm really excited. Uh, looks like I found a, uh, a Christmas present 
uh, that we didn't open for our uh, uh, Enter the Turboverse uh, episode. Okay. Okay. Cool. And that looks like it's got our uh, criteria in it. That looks like it's it's wrapped with like let's just let's say like uncomfortably racist cartoons from from the newspapers, probably from the nineteen forties. Yeah, yeah. Looks well, like it's been sitting here a while. It's been down here a while. Yeah. Okay. But I, I have it on good authority that the criteria are inside. Why don't you go ahead and open that up, Ben? And what is it? Oh my god! N64! It's an N64! God, you clipped both our mics. It's what I do. <laughs> it is what you do. <laughs> it didn't clip my mic though. No, your mic doesn't clip, Chris. Yeah. I've never seen your mic clip ever. Yeah, that's because if we all switched to these mics, it'd be a much quieter podcast. <laughs> I would have to just up my game even more. Well, and inside, yes, we've got a uh, classic N64 uh, in the traditional gray and all of our criteria. Fantastic. Well, we can get to first match is Chris versus Ben. Okay. All right. Cool. So I played none of these. Um, just going to come out with that up front. Uh, I did not have time. I always say that I'm going to do this, but really... Ever since the Bond film draft, have not followed through. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go right down from the from the first to the last here. I'm gonna take Harvest Moon sixty four. Okay, uh, and in honor of our cold open, I will take Star Fox sixty four. All right. Your criteria is just let me reach into this box. Which game is going to get remade for the modern era of gaming? What changes are made? Okay. So pitch me a remake. Okay, Chris, harvest me that moon. No, these games both have modern era counterparts. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so we'll have to take it in a different direction than Stardew Valley, um, which... Or is... the harvest moon that's just came out like a month ago. Oh, yeah. And Farm Simulator 2019. There hasn't yeah. really been another um, good Harvest Moon since the PlayStation era, though. They've more or less been miserable. Um, I don't know how this one is, but is it on the Switch? Um, it is on the Switch, among other things. Okay. Maybe I'll have to take a look. Um, well, I think the one thing that's missing from the Harvest Moon series... Um, is a, is a bit of a sense of like of uh, of realism. Uh, you have these wonderful, lovable characters, um, you know, in these picturesque, you know, mountain village towns. Uh, you raise cute livestock. Um, you you pick, you know, beautiful looking produce. You sell that produce for a good price, um, and you gradually expand your uh, your farm into um, an agricultural. Uh, empire, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that really what's missing is uh, subsidies then. <laughs> Farm subsidies. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe uh, we bring Harvest Moon into the modern age. A grant writing minigame? Um, no, no, <laughs> no, subsidies. Like literal real money subsidies. I'm talking purchasable DLC for Harvest Moon. Oh. Um, you can pay money to increase the value of your crops in Harvest Moon. Uh, which then allows you to kind of get ahead of the of the mini uh, of the mini economy that's in there. Uh, uh, you, you know, you'll by the end of year one, you could be very successful. Okay. Um, however, I think that it's going to come at a cost, though, um, and we really need to update the towns of Harvest Moon uh, to be more 
you know, realistic in touch with what farming is like. Uh, so I'm thinking that meth is a real bad problem. <laughs> um, okay. It's middle America. Um, it's, it's rampant. Yeah, op- it's op- the opioid crisis uh, is, is doing a real bit of damage to your town. Maybe your job is to save the town from the opioid crisis or twist like Bioshock. Um, no, not Bioshock. Sorry. Like breaking um, bad. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like mass effect. You can decide to play Paragon or renegade renegade. Um, start making meth and you start making meth meth. It, it's it kind of like, well, maybe we'll have like a, a little bit of like some, some breaking bad DLC. You can buy a skin to look exactly like Walter white or Jesse Pinkman. Um, okay. There's even more m- microtransactions built into it. Right. And yeah, I, I, to this day, no Harvest Moon game has had microtransactions. I'm not entirely certain. Or meth. It might. So this is a big departure for the series. Yeah. So okay. really, so you're, you're tasked with either subsidizing your crops and destroying the local economy, or and, and the youth of that economy, or kind of bailing it out. So it's really like, um, you know, a real has real stakes. You know. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking that right before the end of of this game. It, it does a dramatic cut to black and you never find out what really happens. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. Ben? So, uh, you said they've had a new... There's not a new Star Fox, is there? It's called Starlink. It's cross-platform, although Star Fox is only a playable character. It's not like a Star Fox game. It's a game Star Fox is in. Oh, okay. I hadn't heard about this. Like, That's cool. Like Smash. <laughs> like Smash. Okay. Yeah, but this one you like pilot an R-Wing and stuff. Well, I think the next step for uh, Star Fox is we turn to something Nintendo always really, really wants to try but can never quite pull off, and I'm sure we'll get it right this time, the crazy peripheral that you need to play a game. Like in Starlink, where it's got basically special amiibos, and it's a ship that you like plug your weapons into, and they're all separate toys that you physically buy, and then you get that ship in the game. Well, you put your little pilot in and everything. This is a... Uh, a fully gyroscoped out uh, headset that you slide your switch into the front of, and it makes it so that the new Star Fox game is a first-person VR simulator. You are in. You are Star Fox. You are inside the R-wing. You hold your switch, you know, Joy Cons to your side. <laughs> they are your controllers. You're pressing the buttons. You're pressing up and down. As you move them, you're flying the ship. You're swooping around, destroying Andros's forces. Your neck would be so tired. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with, a, with a heavy switch hanging off the top. Yeah. Which is, we thought about that. That is why there is a counterweight behind it. Okay. Uh, are you, of, are we're you not t- going to have another Virtual Boy situation. Are you, are you tired of only breaking your your uh, your TV by throwing your Wii nunchuck through it? How about a massive counterweight on the back of your neck? If the if the switch slips out in front, it just really just like cracks you right back. Well, don't worry, it's securely placed inside. But you get to be Star Fox. You get to be inside the R wing. You know, you get to be inside the Landmaster. You get to be inside the sub. And you get to explore uh, Great Fox. You get to hang out with Rob. You know, you get to do all of those those things you need to have in a game nowadays where it's in between missions and you're walking around. You upgrade the ship. You talk to your friends. They have the same eight lines of dialogue. You know, it's still Nintendo. But it gets you into the Lilat system. Okay. Well, um, I'll probably play that Star Fox remake. I probably would. Um, and I've been looking for an excuse to justify a PSVR. 
and a piece of cardboard that looks like a virtual boy that I shape together and throw <laughs> my switch into is probably going to treat me a lot nicer than that. At least it's going to be cheaper. Uh, and modern gaming is fucking expensive. Labo S- VR? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason, Ben gets the point. Really? Are you telling me... That Harvest Moon meth didn't didn't win you over? <laughs> <laughs> breaking Moon? <laughs> breaking, breaking Moon. I don't... I don't want to talk about it. Well, you, know, right. you know how, like, it's it's a tradition for, like, happy-go-lucky characters of Nintendo origin to, like, switch to, like, being, like, very dirty characters, like Conker? That's okay. just the one. <laughs> yeah, it's rare characters, really. Rare characters. So I guess we can do that with uh, James Bond. With, well, you could also do it with Banjo and uh, Kazooie. Yeah. Mm. All right, the next match is Ben versus Jafar. Okay. Um... Let's see. I'm going to go with uh, the one I uh, should have won with last time we did video games and I went up against Jafar. I'm going to go with Ogre Battle 64, a person of lordly caliber. I will see your Ogre Battle and counter with Pokemon Snap. Oh, Snap. You missed a really big opportunity to say Pokemon Snap, I choose you. Maybe I was saving it for the debate. Or maybe you didn't think. Um, maybe I didn't think of it. Maybe I want to know what the criteria is before I make jokes. <laughs> hey, that's the coward's way. <laughs> Player two has entered the game. What's the Shit. best way to? <laughs> what's the best way to player experience in your game? Wait, both of our games are very distinctly single player. No, no, it's, no. no. I, I, <laughs> uh, this was the last one I wrote, and you guys kept talking. What's the best way? two-player experience in your game. <laughs> okay, reword it so it makes sense. I think people are going to get the gist of it, Ben. What's the best way two-player can What's experience the... your game? <laughs> Wait, two let players me, let me can try. experience your game. What's, okay, what two-player <laughs> best way experience game yours? It's... Ben, go ahead. There was one S missing from the <laughs> sentence. And you've paid for it now. Uh. Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, this is Wheel of Fortune, Ben. <laughs> Letters cost money. Well, uh, as Jafar pointed out, these are both distinctly single-player games. Uh, but what I think you can do with Ogre Battle 64 is there are some very distinct subparts of the game. Uh, there is a big, very deep uh, army uh, creation and management uh, section of the game, and then there is the tactical role-playing side of it. So what you do is you you take turns, you know, so if I'm playing with Jafar, he's got his spreadsheet, he's working things out, when I'm in between missions, he's Doing maximizing everybody's equipment, he's leveling guys up, mm. he's deciding, hey, you know what, Rodrigo there shouldn't be a knight, he should be uh, a sword master, and I'm switching all the gear over, he's got the stats for it, and uh... You know, oh, hey, I know if I go to this town, I can pick up these puppets for your puppeteer characters, which are really fun. They're guys who attack you with puppets. Uh, (laughs) Hey, I know where to get all the really cool uh, magical tomes for your wizards. And then once he's got my army set to the max it can be, I go in, I move the pieces around, I defeat the enemies, and save the day. I can't do it 
without my my quartermaster, you know, somebody who's taking the time crunching the numbers. You might have just pitched a two-player game that only you and Jafar can play. <laughs> because I don't know if anybody else shares quite your level of enthusiasm for the game and would be willing to play without all of that micromanagement. Oh, I love all the micromanagement. I'm and, just finding a way to and keep I, and, that second person in. <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't know that anybody but Jafar would play with just the micromanagement. <laughs> um, there is a robust community of people who play sports Fortress. Well, and sports management games. It's true. Yeah. People love that soccer manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I just offended all of Europe. <laughs> People do love soccer soccer manager games. <laughs> you, you tell all of our 74 listeners in Amsterdam that you're sorry, Jafar. <laughs> I'm sorry, 74 listeners in Amsterdam. Football manager. Football manager. <laughs> cool. All right, Jafar. All right, so Pokemon Snap. Base game. You play as Todd Snap. Is that the, is that real? That's real. His name is Todd Snap. His name is Todd Snap. Oh my god. I um, don't think that's real. <laughs> fuck you, Ben. He had it pulled up. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> His name is Todd Snap. Google that shit. I, I don't Anyways, while you're busy googling, I'm going to continue going. So, um you play as Todd Snap and Pokémon Snap is effectively a rail shooter. Mhm. You know, it's got more in common with House of the Dead than it does Pokemon. Blue and red. Okay. Yellow, whatever you feel like. Um, So you're in your cart, it moves you around, and you hit the button at the right time to get the right picture. Um, So, I have... It is Todd Snap! (laughs) (laughs) It is Todd Snap. So, um, I have two proposals, I have two different two-player modes. Okay. And they can work in conjunction for a three-player mode. Gotcha. All right. Okay, so option one is like the more kid-friendly Pokemon Snap was designed for smaller children that couldn't handle the complex RPG mechanics of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've just got someone who drives the cart around. So instead of it being on a rails and taking you around, you've got someone who's driving the go-kart and then someone who's taking the photos right and you're like a photography team um this is kind of like a couple of two-player games um where you play as sniper teams where one person takes the shot one person's (laughs) sitting there with binoculars doing the math taking care of the other shit right Mm -hmm. um so you've got that mode just to just to be clear binoculars and math that's your jam yeah, I like okay. binoculars to math. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> big fan of both items. Uh, I like seeing things far away mm-hmm. and math. So, the uh, other mode that you could do is kind of like a park manager mode, almost like Roller Coaster Tycoon, where, so Pokemon yeah. Snap takes place on an island. It's a Pokemon preserve, right? And there's all these different environments and stuff, and you manage all of that. Mm-hmm. So, you've got like a park builder mode where someone builds a park and puts the Pokemon in places and tries to set up environments for good photos. And then other players can like either play that mode actively or passively and be the people in the park taking those photos. So you can make your own park and do all that and put it up online in like a steam workshop kind of scenario where you can go, Oh, I want to play Jafar's magma map where I can get all the cool pictures of fire Pokemon (coughs) and shit like that. So you can have it actively or passively with a third player as well by having someone design instead of the scenarios for the park. Okay. 
So it's kind of taking it off the rails and also introducing almost like a Mario Maker element to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Nintendo, please make that game. Please make that game, Nintendo. It is crazy they haven't made another Pokemon Snap. Well, I mean, the Todd Snap IP is just so hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's withering on the vine, man. Well, that's the thing, is they need to bring it back. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Why isn't Todd Snap made more cameos in mainline Pokemon games, is what I want to know. Because he's named Todd Snap. <laughs> I mean, he was the main character in Season 24 of the Pokemon anime. So Do they even have... Is it? Is it... Tell me that there's an extra P at the end of that name just to make it like... No. It's just Snap. It's just Snap. Okay. Just Todd Snap. There's a photo of him. He looks like a fucking Pokemon trainer. He actually kind of looks like a Dragon Ball Pokemon trainer. He actually kind of looks a little bit like you in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dark secret, Chris. <laughs> secret identity. Todd Snap. Oh, Snap. There it is. Oh, this is this is tough. I think more people would want to play the Pokemon one though. Um, I, I I respect the uh, intense pandering, Ben. But you, well, but, you but you did pander to game. your you did pander to your competitor. I, I gave the set two player experience that you could somehow squeeze out of my game. <laughs> Jafar tried to invent a new game. Well, I did both really. Just driving the cart around. Because the do. only real two-player experience you can have in Pokemon Snap is take turns. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Been there, done that. I let's all be let's all be very clear though. We are now officially advocating for the return of Todd Snap. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He has to come back. Maybe now. this is what we do in season two. Maybe we shy away from Jingle all the way and start leaning into Todd Snap jokes. We can do both. Yeah. Can we? <laughs> I worked very hard to make sure that there was uh, <laughs> Turbo Man jokes in the draft spec, uh, the draft spectacular. I appreciated Drafts, the drop. You draft extravaganza. Draft extravaganza. Yeah. yeah, I appreciated the drop you threw in there. All right, next match is Jafar versus Chris. All right, Jafar, what you taking? I'm gonna take Rogue Squadron. Ooh. Going down my list, I'm gonna take Resident Evil Two. Okay. You know, you, you skipped Ocarina of Time. That's my list, not your list. Okay. I'm not going in, in the order that I picked them. I'm going in the order that I wrote them. Oh, okay. this will be interesting. Oh, no! You've been sucked into your game. How do you survive? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, not beyond the Death Star can tell you that much. <laughs> Is that your answer? Okay. Yeah. How do you, you just you just got sucked into a rogue squadron X-wing? How do you survive? Um, land, and and not dogfight because I'm probably <laughs> me as a person, like me as a gamer. I love those games. I've played a lot of those games. Feel pretty good in an X-wing. Me as a person, Jafar, I'm a trash pilot. I've got no vision. My reflexes are slow compared to what they used to be at best. You get, um, you get vomit all over the I'm going to vomit everywhere. I get seasick real bad. I can't imagine what it's going to be like doing flips in zero... F and, well, not even in zero gravity, because most of it's planet-based combat yeah. in the first one. But it, if you're in orbit, you're effectively at zero gravity. It's called microgravity. Well, so, most of it is like... Surface. Like, yeah, surface-level combat. Like you, you're yeah. flying oh, over yeah. cities and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, so in, I'm intense gravity as intense opposed gravity. to microgravity. Yeah, I'm going to get real sick real quick. 
So I'm going to go ahead, flip that bitch around, and very carefully and slowly land in the hangar again. And probably jump in the Millennium Falcon, since that's the one ship that seems that no one can die on. Never happens. I will say, though, just because nerd pedantry here, the X-Wings have systems that adjust the amount of gravity you feel. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Ben... Your nerd pedantry is has no place on this podcast <laughs> whatsoever. Just um, it's yeah, not no. the central premise of our whole Shit. existence. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine the X-Wing would make it a lot easier, but I know how my tum-tum goes, and I do not doubt its ability to make me feel like shit. I mean, I will say, given how much uh, experience in an X-Wing Luke had before the Death Star run being zero, you might do okay. Mm. It's a pro- apparently so intuitive, you can just throw on a, uh, a flight suit, jump in, and attack the Death Star. I will. Ha- I have z- I have bullseyed zero Womprats in my T-16. Oh, no, he definitely has some so. skills. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you definitely have enough skills to blow up while doing the Death Star run. I mean, can I... I'll make a concession on it. And that is if I get in the pilot, and if I get in the, I'm piloting an X-Wing, if I hear Obi-Wan Kenobi in my head, I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Like, if if that's the turn, if I find out that Obi-Wan Kenobi's going to talk to me, I'll stick in that X-Wing. What if, what if Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to tell you, hey, turn around and set the, set the craft down very gently? <laughs> I'm doubling down on that. <laughs> The force, the force is not with you. <laughs> Get the fuck out of this thing. <laughs> yes, Alec Guinness! Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah. So anyways. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Chris. So how do I survive Resident Evil 2? Yeah. <laughs> well, so let's say I'm a rookie cop on my first day. Yep. Headed into a city completely overrun with zombies. Or raccoons. No, it's zombies, Ben. Have you not seen? Have you not played Resident Evil? It's Raccoon it's City. Raccoon City. It's a ra- raccoon is a code word for zombies. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. they are they are digging through your. The, you know, you know, t- the t- you. T virus, right? T stands for Tanuki. Tanukis are raccoons. Um, so, so you're 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 a rookie cop mm-hmm. heading into his uh, his very first uh, very first day. Um, you're you're having the worst day. Yeah. It's, it's just a bad, bad one, right? Um, people are dead all over. Some of those people who are dead are moving, and they are coming for you, uh, and they mm-hmm. are super hungry, Yep. Um, and they have no table manners. No. Uh, they are not going to, you know, place an order. They're not going to wait in line. They're, They're going, not even going to wait for your brain to be sous vide. No. There's no sous vide. They have no calm. They have no chill. They have no sous vide. Um and, uh, of course, uh, if you're playing Resident Evil 2, the one thing that you have to contend with is really awkward camera angles. Yes. Right? Um, you do have a lot of things working in your favor. Um, for instance, you can be bit by a zombie in the neck real bad about twice with, you know, very minimal effects as long as you rub some green stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And if you mix some red stuff and some green stuff together and rub that on it, you're good. Um... There's a lot of items conveniently spread throughout the city. Um, you are finding a lot of handgun bullets in places that handgun bullets should not be found. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, it's a police station, but really, police stations keep their handgun bullets locked up tighter than 
other places, really. Yeah, and they're mostly in the same spot. Yeah, yeah, mostly in the same spot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, me transported into Resident Evil Two. I have the advantage of, um, you know, I've got plenty of supplies. I'm a rookie cop, so I know probably know how to shoot a little bit. Um, in real life, I can shoot. I can shoot somebody who is coming at me in more or less a straight line, like I am a rack of ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I can appreciate the sentiment too, because I, li- I love ribs. Um, but you know what I don't have to contend with? What? Awkward camera angles, because I got a head and my head moves around. So rather than being the player playing as Leon Kennedy in Resident Evil 2, if I was in Resident Evil 2, I can look around corners and see what's coming and not get creeped out by walking directly into the camera awkwardly. That's true. That's a real big advantage when you are a walking set of ribs. Hmm. By the way, um, I could also be Claire. Claire yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I could also be Claire. Just to be, just to be very clear, Claire. Did you say Claire Underwood? No, not, I didn't say Underwood. Okay. <laughs> Claire Underwood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to give you a chance to push someone in front of a train well, real quick. Well, it's too, so they're pushing, pushing you in front of some, some zombies. Zombie train? Put, you push zombies in front of a train. Okay, there's maybe there's some potential there. Yeah. Um, hmm. Trains go fast. Zombies go slow. Um, now, so really I think this comes down to two things. One, how long would Chris survive against Nemesis? It's a different Resident Evil game. Is that a different Resident Evil game? There is a, there is like a... That's Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Oh, okay. There is like a proto-Nemesis thing that's stalking you throughout Resident Evil 2, um, but it's not the same. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris is just fighting zombies. Jafar is trying to land a spaceship. Um, I think you're both in trouble, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very slowly. <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong. Um, that said... Uh, I will say though, conveniently in my path, the zombies get harder the further I go, but they they do start off pretty easy because yeah. it is a video game. <laughs> mm. If if uh, if Chris manages to bunker down and stay down, though, don't you get nuked? You have to get out of the city. I do. Yeah, they nuke. I think the plan is that the nuke is going to go off. Okay. There. If Jafar does things, sure. if Jafar does things wrong. He's on a spaceship in Star Wars. Those all explode. <laughs> they all explode. That's why I got to get out of the spaceship yeah, so as soon as possible. I really think you're both dead in just a matter of hours. It's just a matter of who dies first. Yeah. And I think the uh, the necessity of putting down a spaceship versus fighting some slow zombies means Jafar's dead real quick. So I mean, Chris only has to survive for half an hour because that's how long the demo is anyways. Yeah. That's true. I think Chris could make it half an hour. And I get, I get, I get, and I get unlimited continues for that half hour, as well as strangely typewriters allow me some limited form of immortality. So, (laughs) so I'm giving this one to Chris. Thank you, Ben. All right. Next match is Ben versus Chris. Okay. Into round two. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the game. I know. I stole out from underneath Chris. I'm going to go with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. Well, here I am, going older all the time. I'm playing the Ocarina of Time. 
Oh. All right. Let me reach into this expansion port here. Pitch a piece of game tie-in merch. The one you'd most regret kind of wanting wins. Ben? So it's the 90s. It's Tony Hawk's... No, no, it's, no it's not. not. <laughs> it's not the 90s. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> what? It's Ben, it's 2019. I'm... I'm when this game came out, it's the 90s. Also, no, it's not. I think yeah. it's 2000. Nah, it might be. It might be like 98 or 99. Uh, let's see. Pro Skater 2 came out in 2000. Yeah. So the first one would have come out... 98 or 99. See, Jafar, you tried to get too argumentative. But I appreciate the. I, I appreciate your motive. Oh. Which is tossing a, a wrench... I, I I appreciate you guys trying to to stop me mid mid grind, but oh, it came out September nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, not the nineties. <laughs> it's still technically correct. All right, T Swift. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Continue. Holy shit, guys! November of this year will be the tenth year and the twentieth year anniversary of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode we can do. <laughs> Are we going to try and skateboard? Because I did that once in high school and it did not go well. Oh yeah, my I, ba- I have bad ankles. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. We'll just we'll just sketch the whole time. Okay. Okay. That works. Ben, uh, your pitch. So, Ben, your sketch. Yep. It's it's 1999. So you're you're a young Ben, and what you're a young Ben. <laughs> well, I'm a young Ben, <laughs> and what do I want now? More than anything, Jaffer was a middle-aged Jaffer. <laughs> yeah, this this coming you know Christmas going into the new millennium. Well, I wanna I wanna go in with my best foot forward and my best head forward. Oh boy, do I want that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater bucket hat, <laughs> Chris? <laughs> okay. Um. So hey, listen. Um. <laughs> You know what the one thing that you don't get out of a personal assistant like a Google Home Mini or uh, an Alexa uh, Echo? Um, it doesn't travel with you. No? Right? It's You can have a phone. Yeah. Um, but a phone requires you to take it out of your pocket. What happens if something happens and your phone's in your pocket and you don't see it? Maybe you just don't hear it, right? Okay. Um, but you've got yourself a... Uh, a good old-fashioned Nintendo Navi, mm-hmm. um, which is like a, a portable speaker, except that it can fly around, like actually fly. Like it's got a little mini repulsor in it. Um, and so wherever you go, you can take perfect selfies. You can listen to music with the speaker placed in the optimal position in every room. And yes, you can be reminded frequently and annoyingly that your cookies are done baking. Okay. Um, God, fuck that fairy, Ben wins. <laughs> I mean, the Navi drone. It's the worst part of that game. I fucking hate that fairy. But it helps you see target. Don't even care. You don't appreciate my vision for the future. 
if your vision for the future is repulsor drones following me around saying, hey, listen, then no, I don't want to live in that episode of Black Mirror. I saw something. Too bad. (laughs) It's happening. It's coming. (laughs) I saw a really cool thing somebody did with a drone that they wore a headset attached to the drone and the drone followed over their shoulder and they lived their life in third person view. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, no. (laughs) What's these things in my peripheral vision? Oh, no. You know, that'd be really useful if you could just turn it on occasionally. (laughs) Like... Yeah, I mean, that's basically, that's in Metal Gear Solid 4, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, next match is Jafar versus Ben. Okay. Lock him in, boys. Mm. Let's go with Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Oh, yeah, hunting dinosaurs. Hunting some dinosaurs. And I believe I will start off Dawn of the Third Day, Majora's Mask. All right. Games at their best teach us about life. What's the deep message in your game? I will warn you, if it's not funny, I will probably not laugh. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fair. If it's not funny, don't laugh. Um I just think that when we try to attempt to be to get deep on this podcast, we usually get weird instead. Which I'm not yeah. I'm not terribly uncomfortable with, to be clear. Um So man, Turok. Uh Turok taught me just like Jurassic Park. Don't fuck with dinosaurs if you ain't ready. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mic drop. Motherfucking Muldoon, yeah. <laughs> so great, folks. All right. They so, blew up raptors with a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that is that is a deep message, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Don't fuck with dinosaurs. If you ain't ready. If you ain't ready, don't fuck with dinosaurs. Yeah, man. Um, T-Rex gonna give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. T-Rex going to deliver to you. Knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. With that nonstop pop-up on stainless steel. Work hard. I could keep going, but Ben's got a pitch to do. I so, <laughs> Just to be just to establish it, though, that was pretty clever of me, right? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed that. It was very good. Okay. So, Chris. Ben. It's night. It's day, actually. And you look up. And there's the it's moon. It's night, it's day. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. The moon's not going away. In fact, it's staying out all day. That's and no moon, Ben. Oh, no, it's the moon. <laughs> you recognize those curves anywhere, Chris. That was evil me, but I am coming around to the concept of being sexually attracted to the moon, so... But what, what's going on? Oh, that moon's coming. It, it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. It's been three days, and that moon is huge now. Wait a second. Is she coming over? Chris, I'll push you in front of the moon. Oh, shit. Ben pushed me in front of the moon. You you got straight Chewbacca. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Ben pushed me in front of the moon. I can't do nothing about that. No, you're done. (laughs) I'm done. Ben Ben wins. (laughs) (laughs) Both of you guys, excellent. (laughs) But Ben pushed me in front of the moon. (laughs) 
Ben pushed you in front of the moon. It's true. Next match is Chris versus Jafer. I guess I, I, try to lock one in from under the moon. I mean, can I have a moment? I feel like I need to like smoke a cigarette. <laughs> um, going down my list, Mario Golf. And I'm going to take uh, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, Mario versus Mario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please tell me it's the one I think it is. What character from your game deserves to be in Super Smash Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Chris? <laughs> Gives Jafar a second to figure out what the hell he's going to do. <laughs> I was going to say golf club, but I think golf club is in Smash Brothers. It's an it's item. It's an item. It's an, yeah, item. it's an item you can use. There's a lot of shit that's... If, especially if you go to assist trophies and just like other okay. shit that spirits well, shit. in the new one i've never i've never played mario golf mm-hmm. um so i'm just gonna pitch that i think that it's time for the return the triumphant return of a character much maligned in um in in in, po- in popular culture um somebody who has a fierceness in their eyes tiger woods tiger woods was not in mario golf but he's coming to smash brothers because there's, I don't know, I don't think there's any other characters in Mario Golf that aren't already in. Uh, Waluigi. I don't know if he's in Mario Golf. Probably not for '64. Yeah. Um, Toad. Toad's in Mario in Smash Bros. He's not as a character. He's a spirit in one of the new in the new one. Um, he's also an item that Peach uses. Yeah. No, I mean, Peach I just pull him as a out. playable character. <laughs> Wait, she pulls him out. Yeah. Peach yeah. will just be like, "There's Toad. It's a thing." What's he doing? Stuff, good stuff. I, <laughs> I think she just throws him at you. I don't play. But what's he? But what's he? What's he doing when she's not pulling him out? Hammer space. Is he just? Oh, ham- okay. That's hammer space. Le- that's legit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Um. Here's the here's the the kicker. Um. So so his like, his like limit break attack. I don't play Smash, but they have limit breaks, right? The, I believe it's called an ultimate. Ultimate. They've got. Final smashes. Final smashes. Although Cloud has a limit break, but that's something different. (laughs) His final smash, by the way, he turns into an actual tiger. Wow. Yep. And then he gets up, and he's still dressed immaculately. Red polo and everything? Red polo and everything. So he's an actual tiger, and he tees up, and he just shanks it. He's not a really good Smash character. Okay, Jafar. What character from Smash? Really deserves to be in Smash. Fucking all of them. So. I have, uh... There are three characters in Smash that are based off Miis. There's the Mii Brawler, Mii Gunner, and Mii Swordfighter. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all... They've all got their own little things, and they're all customizable, right? So what I have done is I have added a character to Smash that fucking deserves to be in Smash, but isn't into my copy of Smash using Mii Fighter. Okay, who is that? Isaac from Golden Sun. Yeah. They've even got his outfit, has a Mii outfit, to fight in. So he's a character that's in Smash that deserves to be a playable character in Smash. That's clever. But does he turn into a tiger? No, no he's, he's Isaac. 
I think the choice is clear here, Ben. <laughs> well, Jafar knew how to pander. He went Golden Sun, so Jafar wins it. Huzzah. Although, because see, Chris, I liked what you were saying until we got to Tiger in a red polo, because that's just Tony the Tiger. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, They're great. That is a thing. All right. The final match is Ben versus Jafar. Their legacy is somewhat problematic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was the final score? Uh, ben, you've got three. I've got two. And Chris has one. Of course. Cool. Do we have it? We have, to- we have one topic left. Yep. Ben, go ahead and lock it in. Okay. I will lock it in with... Uh, Star Fox 64. Okay. I'm going to go with Super Mario 64. Okay. Ahem. Your buddy Timmy is coming over. He really wants to play Mace... Mace the Dark Age? What is that? It's an N64 game. He really wants to play Mace the Dark Age, an N64 game. Convince him to play your game instead. Timmy's a dick, just to let you know. He really wants to play this game. I understand. And Oh god, this game looks terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That's Lord Zed on the cover. Um, That looks a little bit... Do you guys remember the Ronin Warriors? I remember the Ronin Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of looks like a Ronin Warrior. Official Fighter's Guide. Covers N64 and Sony PlayStation. Okay. So this is a fighting game, I'm guessing. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a character select right there. That's from an emulator. That's upscaled to high def. Oh, cool. You can be Executioner or Mordos Cole. Um, Let's see. There's a... Belmira. That's basically just Jasmine from Aladdin. It looks she looks a lot like Jasmine from Aladdin. Who else we got? Um, oh, this is from the PlayStation version. This doesn't count. This looks an awful lot like a ripoff of both Mortal Kombat and Soul Calibur. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's got a seven point one out of ten on IGN. Oh shit. Okay. Let's see here. Well, Ben, go ahead. Yeah. So. He really wants to play some Mace the Dark Age. But, hey, we've already played a lot of Mace the Dark Age. What's Timmy's favorite character? Uh, His favorite character is definitely Executioner. Okay. Uh, He likes the hood. Makes it feel... He feels dark. Timmy is such a basic bitch. He is. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying... You know that Executioner was nominated for the Golden Bondage Award in the Nintendo Power Awards in 1997. Wait, what? I'm just reading Wikipedia, man. The Golden Bondage (laughs) Award? Yep. This was an official Nintendo-sanctioned... Golden Bondage Award and Nintendo Power Awards 97. That's real weird. That's real weird. No wonder he's Timmy's favorite. Continue. Yeah, so Timmy's <laughs> going to grow up to have some, some stuff. I want to know more about Timmy. <laughs> I, think, I think you know enough about Timmy. Uh, but Shit, what was my name when I was younger? <laughs> we'll ask Justin... Or we'll, uh, we'll ask Justin Trudeau. <laughs> okay. But... We've played a lot of this. We've done the two-on-twos, you know, we, or one v ones. We've we've made our way through the through the limited campaign, uh, fought everybody. We've we've unlocked all the the uh, you know special moves. We know what we're doing. Yeah. You know what we haven't done? We haven't managed to get to that submarine mission in Star Fox. 
There's mm. one world where you get to, you know, drive a submarine around, shoot a ton of torpedoes. It's awesome. You fight a giant clam. We've done, you know, we've we've gone through the easy way to fight Andros. We need to make it through the hard way. You know, we get the 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 special uh, uh, landmaster missions, and then we get the submission. Timmy, we can't go back to school and te- pretend we've done the submission because everybody else will have already done it, and they'll know we're lying. Something, yeah. something tells me that Timmy might be into the submission. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That one is fucking serendipity because there's no way you could have set that up. There's just no way. <laughs> All right. Jafar. So Ben's pitching submission uh, yep. with, with, with his buddy Timmy. Yeah. Who okay. really likes Executioner, who won the Golden Bondage Award. Yeah. So, listen, Timmy. I respect you as a friend. Which is why we're going to play the game that you really want to play. Oh, you're going to play Mace the Dark Age? We're going to play Mace the Dark Age, because I'm reading about this. <laughs> and I actually kind of want to give this a go. I, I'm sure it's terrible, <laughs> but fucking Hell Knight sounds awesome. Um... Hell Knight is a minor demon sent to kill Asmodeus and return the Mace of Tannis back to hell. He is armed with two hellish axes. This Wikipedia article has to have the record for most times the word hell is used in any of its form out of probably even more than the hell article on Wikipedia. This is ridiculous. Um, I want to be personally, I'm going to think I'm going to play as Sir Dragon, who's unlocked on the N64 by default. So we're good, but he was a time release character in the arcade. Um, he's an undead crusader and a member of the Covenant of the Seven. He has turned his back on Asmodeus to learn the whereabouts of his lost soul. Something about being a uh, crusader looking for your lost soul speaks to me. Um, he's armed with a uh, sword and shield. Hold on. That's way too in-jokey. <laughs> clean. That's basically that's your LARP character. That's my LARP character. My, my, that's my LARP char- character's backstory. He's in this game. So... <laughs> So I want to give it a go. I'm going to play Sir Dragon and we're going to try and get the Mesa Tannis and I'm going to find my soul. Wow. And also, Timmy, we're going to do what you want to do because I'm a good friend and I'm not going to convince you to do something else because you came over to my house. So I'm going to be a good host. Wow. This is unusual. So Timmy went over to Ben's house and Ben kind of made him... Ben Ben made him do the submission. Kind of yeah. made him do the submission. Which do you think Timmy will prefer? Doing what he wants, or being forced to, forced do, to do something else. Forced to do the submission. Timmy's favorite character is Executioner, though. Yeah. He might be into the other side. He might want a Dom mission. Um, and you're only going to get that kind of mission if you're playing Mace, the Dark... What? what dark Age. Dark Age. The Dark Age. Yeah. We're going to give Timmy what he wants this time. All right. Point goes to Jafar. Ah! <laughs> it was supposed to be a, an in-choke to Mace the Dark Age. We weren't supposed to play Mace the Dark Age. <laughs> there wasn't supposed to be a BDSM subtext to fucking Star Fox, Ben. We found it, though. <laughs> yes, we did. That's, that's our gift here at Draft the Universe. Finding the BDSM subtext of any possible situation? Sure. 
Can we change that to our tagline? <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Draft the Universe. We find the BDSM subtext of any situation. I'm Chris. And today we're drafting. Speaking of which, Ben. Yeah. You get to pick topic again. Yeah. All right. So for next week, we're drafting tabletop games. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with tabletop games. As always, thank you to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. Feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Let us know what N64 games were some of your favorite, and let us know what uh, tabletop games you really, really love. And and let us know more about Timmy. Did he come over to your house, too? He He wasn't allowed at my house anymore. (laughs) I believe that. (laughs) Where has Timmy been playing all this time? Where did Timmy end up? And as always, join the conversation on Facebook.com slash DraftTheUniverse. Follow us on Twitter, which we've been using, at DraftTheVerse. And on either platform, use the hashtag DraftTheUniverse. See you next week, Internet. Yeah, he keeps a hand in his glove for just for me, just for C. Roy when I come and visit. Well, him. As long as he's not keeping it there for Curly's wife. Uh, <laughs> hey, cool. Yeah, because uh, that's that's, that's the, cur- the last four of my social security number. So you guys can't put this on the podcast even in the bumper, uh, unless you want to dox me. Um, so you've been doxed. you've been asking for it. <laughs> you literally have been asking for it. Is it? <laughs> it kind of so. It, I kind of wish that I could be doxxed because that would mean that like people, people are listening. listening. <laughs> I mean, we had a pretty good week. <laughs> yeah, we had that one bot listen to the time travel episode ninety-seven times. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you sure that it wasn't just Seth who thought it was very funny? <laughs>